The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. What do higher US interest rates mean for us in Singapore? We'll get an expert's view. I'm Olivia Quay. You can subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you don't miss a single episode. The U.S. Federal Reserve's move to hike interest rates for the first time since 2018 is being closely watched around the world, including here in Singapore. Well, that's because rising rates will have wider implications, not just on American businesses and consumers. On Wednesday, the Fed lifted its key rate from near zero to a range of 0.25 to 0.5 percent to help fight inflation. The Fed flagged further increases coming at each of its remaining six meetings this year. With more is Selena Ling, Head of Treasury Research and Strategy at OCBC Bank. Selena, how much of an impact does the Fed's move have on Singapore's interest rates? Well, I think a more hawkish Fed in general would also mean that same interest rates would follow the US interest rates higher over time, although it will not be a one-for-one type of correlation. But it is actually very interesting to note that, you know, the Fed has been lagging behind market expectations. So the futures market already had been pricing in the possibility of the Fed hiking seven times this year. So to a large extent, I think the Fed is playing catch up. So what we have seen in the overnight moves essentially is that U.S. Treasury yields are sharply higher in the wake of the FOMC meeting. But if you look at the market action on the Sing side, Actually, SGS bond yields are actually lower. I think to a certain extent, um, you know, market players are trying to anticipate what would be the response from the Monetary Authority of Singapore in light of the FOMC's latest interest rate trajectory. So as you know, the MAS actually slightly steepened the senior slope in October last year, and they did an off-cycle tightening in January this year. So there is another scheduled meeting coming up fairly shortly in early to mid-April, which is less than a month away. And I think market is really trying to anticipate what would be the MES's next move, which is, of course, leading towards the possibility of another tightening move as well. Selina, I want to get you to elaborate on the MES's uh, possible response uh, later on. But first, you know, this latest move by the U.S. Federal Reserve, it will no doubt affect business and consumer spending in the U.S. But what are the implications for demand for goods and services from Singapore? Well, I think if you look in terms of the market reaction, it tells you quite a fair bit about what has been already priced in. So higher interest rates from the Fed in light of the multi-year high in terms of U.S. inflationary prints, is quite clearly they are playing catch-up. I think in terms of how it would actually impact the U.S. economy, especially on the growth front, so Fed Chair Powell actually sounded hawkish but also upbeat at the same time. He actually opined that, you know, this current Russia-Ukraine tensions would not have a very significant impact on U.S. growth, hence The central bank is focusing more on combating inflation rather than trying to support growth. In terms of the impact on the Singapore economy and also in terms of demand for both consumers and also business confidence, I think we have to look at it as a glass half full in the sense that we are seeing price inflation across a lot of goods and services rising quite sharply. Uh, Some of it is due to, of course, uh, global supply chain problems. And some of it, of course, because of the disruptions that we see due to the fact uh, that, you know, uh, Russia and Ukraine are at odds with each other. 
I think going forward, we do expect that higher inflation is here to stay in the short term. And this would actually mean that the MAS would have also to stay on a hawkish path. So we don't think that this in itself should derail business confidence or consumer spending for that matter. But, you know, geopolitical uncertainties are typically very, very hard to predict. So we are a little bit, you know, careful about the potential downside risk if central banks, for instance, like the Fed, actually become overzealous and overdoes the monetary tightening. Well, Selena, let's go back to what you uh, earlier said about, you know, MAS's response. As you know, Singapore is also battling rising inflation. So what do you expect will come out of the Monetary Authority of Singapore's upcoming policy meeting in April? I think our baseline scenario really is that the MAS will continue to tighten for the third time running in the April uh, scheduled meeting. Of course, the form of the tightening and the magnitude of the tightening is actually fairly dependent on how the data, especially on the inflation front, pans out you know, in the coming weeks and months. But given that geopolitical uncertainties really have contributed to you know, commodity prices and food inflation running a little bit hotter than what was initially expected, I think the pressure actually is on for central banks, including the MES, to lean a bit more on the hawkish side. Of course, you know, uh, if they do steepen the slope for the senior uh, trade waiter basket again, there is a possibility that they can do a little bit more in terms of the steepening compared to the last two tightening moves. And I think this in turn will actually help to suppress some of the imported inflation that's coming into the Singapore economy and also allow seeing interest rates a little bit of breathing space so that they don't actually have to follow the US interest rates like for like. Thanks so much for sharing those perspectives, Selina. Selina Ling, OCBC Bank's Head of Treasury Research and Strategy.